Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the X Button Podcast. Uh, yeah, man. All right, so <laughs> uh, I was about to record this, and then all of a sudden, Will Smith just decided to smack the shit out of Chris Rock over a bad joke. So I was like, you know, I had to watch that like 50 times, and now I'm here, okay? Now I watched it a couple times, now I'm here, uh, which is insane. I'm sure there's going to be some dumbass apology and there's going to be a whole thing for the week, but that just happened before recording. So I can't really, I don't even know what to talk about now. Uh, and he got him good too. It was bad. It was bad. Anyways, uh, this isn't a drama channel. This is a gaming channel. We're talking about games. So today we're talking about my impressions of tiny Tina's wonderlands, baby. Of course, of course, of course, of course. How was your weekend? I hope everybody, I hope everybody enjoyed their week and weekend weekend and i just want to let you guys know uh i'm a seasoned gamer you know i tell you guys all the time i play call of duty i play life is strange i play everything from left to right from a to b from a to z from a to c from a to d all of it and i got a platinum last week for elden ring and over the weekend what did i do (laughs) well I got a platinum for Elden Ring. I know. You're like, you just said that. And I know. Because I got it twice. I got my second one. You thought, we thought we were playing on this podcast. We're not. Joe just got his second Elden Ring plat. Not even a big deal. Do I love the game? Obviously. Is it game of the year for me right now? Obviously. Do I want to play it more, but I don't have any more trophies to unlock? Obviously. Can I, do I, can I wait for DLC? No. But man... What a masterpiece of a game. What a fantastic experience. And you know what? It was even better the second time. I'm not even going to lie. It was great. I absolutely loved it. I think I had about three and a half full playthroughs. I um, I think I ended with roughly around... I had like 30 hours on my second uh, save that I had to like run through it. Um, I think that was... Like on my PS4 save, I did it in 30 hours. And the PS5 save, I did it in like 130 hours. So we'll just round it out to 160 hours total on that game. And uh, boy, was it a ride. Uh, 10 out of 10, if there ever were a 10 out of 10. I hope FromSoft gets all the praise they can from this game. Uh, It seems like all the reviews and all the reactions are mostly positive. And I hope that leads to more. So that's going to be another part of this episode. And yes, this will be a short episode. Because like I said, Will Smith decided to smack the shit out of Chris Rock. And now I'm just like... It's late, and it's, it's, I just killed so much time watching that over and over again. Now, now we're late, and I'm sorry. I apologize. It just happened. So if you missed that, go watch it. <laughs> uh, so I got the second plat. Love the game. Absolutely fun. Um, but what's next for Elden Ring? And I think that's a good question to ask, you know? I think with this hype, this train, this freight train, this goddamn Zod, if you, if you're, if you know uh, Berserk, size hype uh beast it is tremendous and it seems like this company is getting all the praise it deserves um very much overdue but i think that you know once we get more info on like dlc or if they do anything else to this it's going to be it's going to be surprising how advanced and how interesting and how in-depth it's going to be 
Because if FromSoft ever gets one thing right, which they get many things right, their DLC is top notch. I mean, if you look back at Dark Souls 1 DLC, phenomenal. If you look back at Dark Souls 2 DLC, you had three of them. Boom. They all revolved around dragons, and it was amazing. Phenomenal. Then you had Dark Souls 3. Amazing. I think there was two packs in that one. Phenomenal. Bloodborne had DLC. Phenomenal. Sekiro didn't have DLC. Who cares? Demon Souls didn't have DLC, but it had that last motherfucking archstone that you couldn't use. And it was also confirmed that that was deleted content that they were going to put in the game that just got cut at the last second. They could have done it, but they didn't. And it let me down. It made me sad. It made me very upset. So what are, where are we at now? You know, what does it look like for Elden Ring's DLC? And it seems like that a lot of people are banking on the arena. That's going to be one thing, probably, if they if they ever get around. And this is all assuming that they're going to do DLC. There's no report that they're doing DLC. This is just something that's like, eh, maybe. It could be cool. Um, so one thing that's prominent in some of these games, uh, for a lot of people, for a certain part of the fan base, is the PvP. Um, obviously, you can just put down your sign or just use an item and go invade other players. Not a big deal. You can definitely do that now. But there is a spot that they typically have in these games, like an arena, um, if you're familiar with Dark Souls 1, it's by Goff. He's a guy that goes, uh, you, you get the little stones that go, Hello, thank you, very good. That kind of shit. Um, now it sounds weird. Now it's like, Hello, please help. Subscribe to the H-Button Podcast. I gotta take a shit. Will Smith cracked fucking Chris Rock's muffin. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this anyways. Um, but they had it there, you know, by golf and it was basically an arena where you can do PVP. You can get into battles where you can just like load in. It starts you one V one and you just clash. Um, they don't have that in the current setup, but they have arenas around the map that it could definitely fit in. And there are spots that do have elevators, uh, outside of, uh, accessible areas. So it seems like it is a mechanic that could easily just be like turned on with some features and it's there. Um, but I'm curious to see how it goes, man. I think it's going to be awesome if they do add that. I think that's the next step for the PvP aspect. But, you know, where do we go for story? Where do we go for, you know, just overall DLC packs? Where would they explore? Um, group, friend, host of the show, he definitely had an idea today that was like, wouldn't it be cool if you could, if the DLC was like you kind of going into the Dark Souls world, getting teleported into their world and fighting a bunch of Dark Souls bosses and like shit like that. or uh, And it can be kind of like a FromSoft Greatest Hits thing where you got like a Sekiro DLC pack and a Bloodborne DLC pack and a Souls uh, DLC pack. It would be kind of cool. be three little packs. It could be like smaller experiences of just like you running through Dark Souls-like bosses or related bosses or new bosses, obviously. Um, could be cool. Um, obviously, another, another feature is that like a lot of people want the like a, a boss rush where you can kind of just run through bosses back to back i always thought that was a cool idea um it would be interesting to see if you put like some type of special weapons or special armor at the end of it um but obviously that's something that'll have to be implemented later down the line then of course there is rumor speculation all over the place and one of them was the idea that all the divine towers on the map are uh, surrounding the center point, which is the center of the map with the cloud in the middle of the ocean. A lot of people are suspecting that that could be a spot for DLC, that they'll open that up and, and have to do something with the divine towers since they're all surrounding it. So, uh, it is literally the center of the map and a big ass cause there easily could just be moved. And then the map could be open. Uh, could be a nice little DLC pack. And then of course you have like the surrounding areas too, um, which could easily be DLC as well. 
I think story-wise, I think it would be kind of cool to... I mean, I'm not going to spoil the endings. Obviously, I'm not talking about that. But I think some of the endings do lead to interesting aspects where there could be more. There could be a different world you're kind of dealing with. There could be different enemies you're dealing with due to that. Um, I'd be curious to kind of see what happens in that regard. But obviously... I think since that's like an in-game thing, they typically don't add DLC for just like the in-game. It's going to be something that's going to be like mid-game or something you can kind of access at the ready. Um, not sure, man. I, I think it be I think it could be cool to just expand the world of Elden Ring. I think the world of Elden Ring is interesting in its own right, and I think all the enemies and the bosses that you run into are super interesting. Some of the best characters you've seen in some of the Soul series in the Soul series, and um, some of my personal favorite bosses are in Elden Ring, and I think. That says something, you know, it's all in this one game. Why not just expand on it? And uh, I hope it comes sooner than later, man. I, I do think that they have a lot of potential there. I think with the rise of popularity from FromSoft and Souls-like games, especially Elden Ring, uh, it'd be a missed opportunity if they didn't do DLC and didn't do it soon. Um, so that's that. I, th- I think I think it is a uh, interesting opportunity they could, they could definitely take. Then... Uh, we'll go right into the other part of the episode, which is my impressions on Tiny Teens Wonderland. And I will say, first of all, I'm not too far into it. I am only a couple hours because I was busy trying to get this other plot. But you know, I will say that the game is pretty good. It's it's okay so far. I think um, I think it has room to grow. I'm not obviously that far into it, so I can't really speak too much on it. But I think my first impressions, I was kind of shocked at first to realize how much it is like Borderlands like it is it feels like a it feels like the expansion that they did for uh, the Assault on Dragon Keep one they did for Tiny Tina already Um, it feels not in terms of like obviously it doesn't feel as archaic or old or anything like that it definitely feels updated with the Borderlands 3 aesthetics but it does kind of fall into that category of it being a a slide or a, a slide, a slight expansion, small expansion to what we kind of had in Borderlands 3 in terms of it being just a an add-on. It, feel, it feels like the the general fl- formula we know of Borderlands with a add-on to it with all this like magic stuff. It's not the worst thing in the world, definitely not uh, by any means. I mean, obviously there are worse games out there and it's not the worst. It's not bad by any means. It just it definitely is jarring how samey it feels, how it doesn't feel that far of a leap forward to where you can kind of go, oh my God, this is such, such a jump from Borderlands 3. Um, so far, I think the biggest thing to indicate from Borderlands 3 to this, and I think this is one of the bigger positives, is that it does not feel like Borderlands 3 in terms of story. Um, and, and the story in Borderlands 3 was so boring. They had the influencer stuff. It was so cringy. This one... While still being a little bit cringy, it can it can kind of dive into the the funny aspects of, you know, the typical like raunchy comedy they kind of do in some of these games and how it focuses on the 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 craziness of Tiny Tina and how she can kind of just change things on a whim. So like the story kind of revolves around uh, you're playing a D and D game with Tiny Tina and it's she's kind of has control over everything. So as you're walking through, uh, she's like, all right, you walk into this area now. It's bombarded by these goblins and just like shit starts happening. And I think that could lead to like a very funny, interesting aspects of the game. If you're not taking the story so seriously and like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? It's more just like, this is just a fun ride. Let's just go on this ride and enjoy the time we have with it. Um, I will also say that this is a note to everybody playing this game and uh, everybody, sorry, everybody on the PS5 
Not sure how it's playing on the Xbox Series X. I'm, I'm sure it's the same. So Xbox Series X and PS5 players, listen to me now. L- lend me your ear. Um, play in resolution mode. And I know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a FPS man myself. I, I love performance so much. But the resolution dip it takes whenever you do a performance mode on this game is horrendous. It drops so bad. It just looks like every, every line looks jagged. If you put it in a resolution mode, the resolution looks so crisp. It looks so beautiful. All like things from a distance you can definitely tell are like nice and smooth. Whereas in the performance mode, it just looks like jagged bullshit in the distance. And it's, it's jarring to say the least while you are getting a little bit more frame wise. Uh, you know, I, I would recommend resolution. Also another good thing resolution mode does that I, I, I believe I'm seeing if my eyes are correct, um, which they may not be. This might be one of the few instances where they didn't lock it at 30 for resolution mode. What they did was they made it resolution to where it uh, favors resolution, and then they kind of make it to where it is sort of unlocked frames. So you're not stuck at 30. You're not hitting that 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 fucking wall of being locked at 30, and it's not like choppy looking. It's literally like resolution mode. And it kind of goes to like 50 frames per second. Like it goes up there. I feel like it feels like it really, really smooth. I don't even really notice any frame frame dippage for the most part. There are a couple moments where it might do it, uh, but that might be the only drawback. I think it's pretty locked in at like a nice smooth frame rate uh, under performance. But resolution just looks so much better. And that added on with the frames not being that bad of a drop. It's way, way more worth it to play that game, especially with all the stuff going on on screen. It could be very jarring and kind of crazy to like keep track of everything going on. So, um, so there's that. Um, what else about the game, man? I, I, I still need, feel like I need to play a little bit more of it. Obviously, it's going to be a, a week of that now. Now that I'm done with Elden Ring, finally, I even deleted Elden Ring off my console. Uh, I'm at the point where I got as much as I can out of that game. Like, I. Didn't want to stop because I, I had the, the trophy to work towards. It was giving me more reason to keep playing and, and keep, you know, giving it a go. Um, but it is one of those instances where, like, I wish I could play it more, but I, I liked working towards the trophies. It gave me something to work towards. I don't want to get into the PvP meta right now. I don't want to replay because I replayed it, like, three times. So, I don't know. It's, it's just a... It's just something that I'll have to put on the back burner. But I think Tiny Teen is going to be really fun this week. Uh, if you have played it, let me know. Feel free to hit up the email in the description. Um, I know it's going to be kind of a slow news week. At least I think so. Apparently, there's a lot of stuff rumored under PlayStation that might happen. So, if there is, you know, this is a daily, daily. Ugh, this is a daily show. So this will be happening every day this week, Monday through Friday. We will have an episode of the X Button Podcast, just like every other week and every other year. Um, we're we're on our second year in our second season of the show. Uh, it is what it is. We're killing it out here and I've, I've been enjoying doing the podcast so much. I think it's so fun. And I want to say that we have hit 3000 plays total. Uh, we're actually a little bit over it now. We've gone up over the weekend. So anybody new here, my name is Jordan. I love video games and I appreciate you guys sticking around with me. Anybody old here, I appreciate you guys sticking around with me even longer. And you know what? We're taking this podcast in the outer space past all the planets okay we're, we're gonna go up there and we're gonna keep on working towards that by expanding and expanding and expanding and and keep growing every day so stick to your yearly your yearly your year uh resolutions and goals that's one thing we got to do on this podcast keep up with it 
we're definitely keeping up with it on the podcast so you keep up with it at home and just have fun man go enjoy some games there's a lot of stuff to experience right now like i said and uh i will be back with more tiny tina's impressions i think obviously i'll update at the beginning of each episode of how it's going and now that i'm uh, diverting all my attention to it it's going to be a fun full week of tiny tina's and hopefully I get to enjoy it more. Also, by the way, if you wanted to know my stats or my class, my class, uh, I picked Stabomancer. I'm not sure what I'm doing as my second class. I might do the one that like hurts you if you do like these dark blood spells or something. I might do that one. Looks kind of cool. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, on, we're on a roll here and uh, we're going to be ex- expanding more. Also, another reason why I don't have a lot to say today is because Friday came around, uh, the game came out, Tiny Tina's, and then the servers were down. For like a day and a half. So I didn't even get to play much online with friends. So there's also that aspect. <laughs> um, so thank you guys so much for listening today. We will be back tomorrow with more video game content. And hey, don't say anything about Jada. <laughs> don't you dare. Bye, guys.